0: Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode number 28. I have once again crossed the elusive border from New South Wales into Queensland, literally just on the border, to a wonderful health retreat called Eden. Yes, it is as intriguing as the Garden of Eden from times well, well, long time ago. I've I've got a little bit of a problem. My brain has been... um, Uh, taken away and I'm in my body now. So if this podcast does sound like that, it's meant to uh, because I'm at a health retreat and I have literally checked out from my mind and checked into my body, but I'm going to try very hard to (laughs) get the words out with a wonderful gentleman who I've got with me today. I found another uh, aspiring, inspiring GM now of this wonderful place, Chris Van Hoof. Hello, Chris.
1: Hey, Kylie. How are you?
0: Good, mate. Now, I had not seen you for about, I reckon, a decade, possibly. Pretty
1: close,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Time, time flies, and when you're having so much fun. And you, last time I saw you, you were running, um, uh, I think it was like a bike race or a running race on, on yeah, Tomowin Mountain Road?
1: that's correct. I did have some uh, an event company, which I've, I'm just sort of stepping back from more recently, but um, yeah, that's that's my background: fitness and events, and getting a lot of people together to do crazy things, running up mountains, and uh, you know, testing testing their limits.
0: Right. Okay. So, how did I'm going to go back first before we go forward? So, you grew up where?
1: I grew up in Ipswich, just outside of Brisbane, west of Brisbane. I uh, went to school there, uni in Brisbane, and then um, yeah, just sort of sort of evolved into when I to be honest with you, when I was growing up the Gold Coast would never cross my mind of somewhere to yeah, live, yeah. let alone work. Yeah. It was a place that was for, for holidays. Fun. Yeah, for fun and yeah. for holidays, but definitely not somewhere I'd see myself settling down. And, and now I can't imagine a more perfect place to, to raise my family and um, enjoy enjoy living.
0: But we actually are sitting in Crumman Valley and you live and breathe Crumman Valley. So just, just tell us a little bit about Crumman Valley, what it means for you.
1: Well, yeah, I mean... I think it's 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 we see it a lot of the time with all the guests that come here to eat, and it's one of those places that just you know opens its arms and invites you in, and to, to have this sort of environment, the, the fertile, lush green grounds of, of the Gold Coast hinterland, so close to an amazing beach like Currumbin, the southern end of the Gold Coast. I just so how long it to the beach? 20, 25 minutes from yeah, right. here. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I'm looking at some mountains that literally are staring right back at me right now. What are those
1: mountains? So our our property borders uh, Springbrook National Park, and we're just at the base of uh, Mount Talabudja. So from our property, that rocky bluff that you see is the back end of, or the southern end of, uh, southern side of Mount Talabudja, and yeah, it's a beautiful part of the uh, Wulumbin, um
0: area. Thank you for saying Walumbin, because yes. I'm often correcting people from Mount Warning.
1: It's, well, it's definitely
0: Walumbin. I
1: think that, you know, we again, I keep coming back to our property and it's such a beautiful place. There's this real sort of indigenous mm. uh, energy and this really sort of indigenous um, history here that that you can't ignore. And mm. I think that it's important to, to honour that and mm. to also understand its role, because I'm sure that we had a lot of people who we were speaking off before this podcast about all the healing and all the different things that mm. happen here. And I think that um, that natural energy and the the property itself is a big part of that
0: yeah so that's the mother earth but you know the indigenous always had such a great respect of mother earth you know they just knew they were passing through mm. and 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 to protect and restore her which is what we're all trying to do right now Absolutely. after fires and floods so nine years ago you started here as a fitness trainer nine
1: years ago i was holding a rope so i came in here and helped out with one of the adventure activities uh, I, did
0: you have your own business still running as well? I did. Yeah, yeah. I
1: had a fitness company, and then the events company was evolving. Yep. And um, through a mutual friend of ours, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we I was introduced to the property. And Locke, Graham Log, the connector
0: Locke, of connector. He's a, a
1: fantastic man and yeah. a, a great guy to catch up with for a chat. Um, but yeah, just started out here, and to be honest with you, when I when I first started here, it was it was um, a little bit of a challenge because I'd come from working for myself, and then I was actually taking a, a, a role where you know I had to be somewhere on a certain time and. Mm. Um, but I love it. Yeah, the, so the property from is amazing. freelance to
0: um, employee. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost, yeah.
1: But um, and so over the nine years that that role has evolved, and now I see myself, you know, very honoured to be to be where I am, and um, work with an amazing team of people. You know that we've talked about that. Yeah, though. but and
0: you know what? Yeah, we do, absolutely. I, I haven't seen therapists on this level, uh, and I'm, I'm, when I say therapists, I mean nutritionists and chefs, the whole entire, you know, the whole gamut of them on this level ever before. And it's the connectivity between each one which we'll go into a little bit in in a moment, but you were working here with them, so you were one of the
1: crew amongst them. Yeah, 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 I was one of the crew. Um, And, you know, it's a fascinating place to work. We have, every week, we get a new group of people in here who are here to experience a week of health, Mm. and that always lit me up. Every week you're having different conversations, and, you know, you get people from all different corners of the earth all different life experience, and and they're sharing this space. And... um, you know, my role as the activities, you know, being involved with the activities or the PE side of things, it was it was always fascinating to, to to be a part of their their retreat. I guess.
0: So describe what a kind of the average Eden goer looks like, or what what does someone seek out in a health retreat? What are they looking
1: for? Uh, look, I think that that idea has definitely evolved over the years. Yeah. Eden's uh, Australia's longest running health retreat. Yeah. Thirty six years yeah. ago, we Amazing. started. Amazing,
0: yeah. And uh,
1: that was in the days when yoga wasn't a common word. Yeah. When
0: so that are a bit were. boot campish kind it was of very
1: rock. boot camp. Not
0: um like biggest loser style.
1: Well actually we the, the biggest loser was filmed here the very first or second season. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Um,
1: but that is that's Eden's history. There was a boot camp mentality here. You got dragged out of bed from out of a bunk bed. Yeah. Which you, you you'll you'll attest share? to. There's no bunk beds anymore.
0: Oh, no, no, we're very we're very <laughs> um, French provincial at the quite, moment. We're quite evolved <laughs> from there, but
1: it was and you'd sit on benched seats and tables and you'd eat, you know, big bowls and lentils. So it was to basically
0: lose weight.
1: Yeah, it was lose weight, it was it was detox, it was face emotional crossroads in your life it was it was rehab it was all sorts of um you know vices that people would come here to try and try and i guess get their head around and but it
0: had a like detox kind of very much so yeah so it wasn't about the aesthetics really it was more like come into nature get out of bed early smash it out what were they eating like good food yeah it's
1: still good food always Um, good food we've we've, we've got a long history of amazing chefs and um but you know big bowls of salad Lentils used to yeah. be at, at a time it was strictly veg- vegetarian, mm-hmm. um, and you know, we've gone now more towards that whole foods yeah. style. We certainly cater for different dietary requirements, but mm-hmm. I think you'll, you'll agree the food here is amazing. The chefs do oh, a fantastic yeah. job, but yeah, it certainly didn't have the luxury that it does now. Yeah, uh, many years ago it was very much a yeah, everything 100% participation and really grind it out and, and a lot of soul searching, a lot of digging deep.
0: I guess what I'm feeling is, um, and I've been to one of, one of those. Styles, not this one here before but what i'm feeling here is it's uh, mother it's nature mother nature i'm as soon as i came through the gates i felt the first thing that you that you feel is an energy and then you just look at the vast what have you got 200 acres here
1: 400 yeah just under 400, 400 acres, acres yeah.
0: of, of natural rainforest with that's mountains it. you know that that says a lot and that's as soon as you come in you feel like you're instantly nurtured by her yeah and yep. then you meet your staff who, like, there's not one, honestly, there's not one cranky staff member. I don't know, I've probably met about 20. Yep. So your odds are pretty good there. I'm
1: glad you um, had that experience. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and you know, I have a real belief, and we will touch on this, that, you know, the fish rots from the head down. And I've worked with enough GMs. This is my podcast. so I can say what I want. Um, Fair enough. And CEOs out there that, you know, there's been a few challenges in, in, in CEOs and general managers. You don't have to just send in the CV with all this fabulous background to get a job. I, The way I would look at it is if someone's coming up in the ranks that is showing potential, in a business that I own, then I would explore that, and I feel like that's what's happened here. Would that be true to say that with you?
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's it's funny, you know, when I was going through university, someone said to me that, you know, the average person has seven different careers across their lifetime. I, didn't, I couldn't comprehend that. I was going to university to study, to become a school teacher, and that was that.
0: So you did PE?
1: PE, Math, Science. Wow,
0: yeah. okay. And then
1: I moved over to the UK, and in the UK it was more crowd control, so oh. Spanish, French, religion, home economics, whatever needed.
0: Uh, in high school?
1: Yeah, in high school. Yeah, oh, in, rough high schools, really, in rough high schools. in rough a
0: really, really good teacher.
1: I think yeah. in the UK I was more uh, a big guy who stood at the door and made sure that no one leave the room. That was probably <laughs> Did it. Did
0: they, li- they listen to you? They do, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely, they would listen to you, these
1: kids. I think it was the accent more than any sort of physical <laughs> yes. intimidation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, and so that's that's where, you know, I thought that was my my trajectory. Yeah, but, right. Um, you know, now that I, I'm in this position, it's certainly a, a I've learnt... Many skills over having my own businesses and, and, you know, having business partners and learning off them, and Mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's sort of led me to here now. And now sitting here now with you, having a chat, it makes sense. Yeah. If you'd asked me 10 years ago, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have grasped it.
0: I think it well. When I saw you in this position, I didn't even question it. And I guess that's what I'm saying, like, because I can see the potential in you as a leader. And and that's what I'm trying to say. You don't have to be a CEO with that you know all these amazing credentials on your CV, you can actually just be a normal. This is how I would like to be treated if I was working for someone. that's a normal human being that has skills, in a passion, in an area that they love, that is really approachable
1: yeah. as a person,
0: right? And I imagine that's who you are. Like you've got to make some tough decisions. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, it but, is. I, I think that you know, I go back to when I was first starting here as a contractor. One of the things that lit me up were people. Yeah. the guests who come here and I think that's what you've also touched on is that all of the staff that we have here are connected to people they have a real interest in helping people do, and yeah. so my role is super easy because it's just being open to allowing them to do that and um, yeah I think that you know on a, on a bit more of a global you know scale you look at the, the different events that are happening around the world it, mm. if it's not apparent there's, there's no time more than now that people need to look after people and uh, what well, we do here a, is
0: Eden, like, because we've had, you know, floods and, and, and fires and I was uh, overseas and I got back in January and I've really felt a little bit of, um, Osha G talks about it, um, climate anxiety is actually a thing. Like, I know we have to label things in this yeah, country, absolutely. but mine was a little bit more, I'm connected, so connected to Mother Earth that I was really feeling the rumbles and it yep. started to rumble me severely and my back went and all this sort of stuff happened now that I can, I've been into Eden and I can reflect on it. And the thing that Eden does is, I, I don't even, I think if there was fires and floods going on, I just feel as though this could be a little bit out there that she, Eden, is sort of like the nucleus of protection around that. That's how it feels. I feel safe in here and I feel yeah. like I'm removed from any drama that is going on out there. In fact, it I've is. had to escape a couple of times, as you know, due yeah, to sort yeah. of work commitments. And um I just kept saying it's a jungle out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and the road just leads me back in. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if I could stay for another couple of years. <laughs> just go hide under the bed, A couple yeah. of years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do you feel like that's what happens when you drive through the gate as well?
1: It is. It's 100%. You've picked up on a couple of things there. The, the maternal aspect. Yeah. There's so many people, and we don't give it, you know, we don't assign a gender, but everyone talks about this being a maternal place, a place of caring and nurturing, of, of, of um, safety and security and that's I guess what we, we get from our mothers so there's definitely that element to it um, and you know it's, it, it is it's it's wonderful to see it through people's eyes for the first time yeah. but it's also wonderful to see it through people's eyes who have evolved in their own lives and you know that you were here mm. a little while ago mm. and now you're back again and it's this was a space that the timing worked well you were ready for it you came in here and mm. you've enjoyed it and you've immersed yourself in it yeah. so yeah big time big
0: so it time. almost calls you in oh 100 yeah it's
1: a return to eden return to eden and said and off the back of that is that real you know you sort of touched on it that it's a jungle outside those gates mm. well the, the, mm. the opposite of that is that life's simple in here we want to provide you with a week where it's simple conversation simple food simple activities and it's not until you return to that you realise things like putting petrol in a car or having to go and do the grocery shopping and all these layers that we sort of put onto our life. It's no wonder that we lose a little bit of our own um, true north, our own own grounding. Mm. So... in in a sense that this 400 acres is a perfect place to come and ground yourself. Okay, so
0: here's that number one thing in health retreats that I know from my own um, background. How do you then, and this is your challenge, give the the person the tools to go back out into society?
1: Well, I think that's what um, we've done well and we've evolved into a space where we're doing it better than we perhaps previously were. Mm. Um, I think the health retreat industry in general used to, Unlock some emotional issues, deep Mm. dig into people's hearts, and talk about you know past experiences, (laughs) and then your time to leave, and the next group will come in. Mm. Whereas I think what we talk about now, and what I see, is individuals are taking ownership of their own health. Mm. It's no longer a uh, um, top-down approach. It's if we can help you invest in your own health and help you understand your health Mm. and your body, and you know we talk about Mm. your relationship with food. We spend a lot of time helping. Um, guests understand their relationship with food. You said you're in your body now. It's because of you know, the language that we use around our movement classes. Mm. It's what can you learn about yourself when you're here, mm. not so much what can you learn from the gurus.
0: Yeah, and I think that word guru is interesting in the health industry, isn't it? Like it has been thrown around a lot, the word well, guru. Yeah, um, I And guru kind of always it puts me off guard because I just think if you're going to say you're a guru, then you're not sort of evolving with life because yeah. life's changing daily i don't know how you can be a guru if you haven't kind of you know you can't really hang be
1: a guru we've got you know <laughs> human beings are amazing creatures and we've all got our own different uh know, yeah, experiences in life and journeys to play and the more we can share that the better but can tell you there's no one who's done it quite like you have and there's no one who's done it quite like mm. i have so it's up to us to to work out our journey and if we yeah. can connect with others that help us or inspire us or, or you know lift us up along the way then that's a that's a beautiful thing
0: yeah and you know what um i've noticed <coughs> that around here i mean i think you've had some renovations done in the last couple of years would that be right yeah yeah yep. so there's been a few changes but it's just fundamentally the same as what it was
1: it is i mean it is always evolving come back in another two years you'll notice some more differences yeah. um but it, it's always held its integrity. It is, it is um, fundamentally a place where people are, you know, keep touching on it. It's fundamentally a place where people can come and, and feel safe and work on whatever they are. You know, we get people who return here multiple times a year, or, or you know, or yearly. Um, and every time they come, they pick up something different, and it's to do with whatever stage of their life they're in, whatever has happened outside the front gates, and you know, different staff that they connect with throughout their your time Your offering
0: is very vast as well. Like it's not a boring place to come and hang. There's so much to do. Well, that's, you want to do it and you're not forced to do it. Yeah. But there is a lot to tap into.
1: Well, we, we, we do say we're going to keep you busy if that's what you want. Yeah. So pretty much from the moment you get up in the morning through to the time you put your head on the pillow at the end of the day, there's something to do. Yeah. Um, however, we encourage people to choose their own journey. So yeah. if, you know, based on any particular day and how you're feeling choose to immerse yourself in the group activities or the bushwalks or lying by the pool or going over and doing club mud or you know enjoying the property it's it's completely up to you and so everyone has a different experience and it's it's up to them to choose what that experience looks like
0: yeah so so where do you see um the challenges in the health industry as you see right now? What what would you say are some challenges that this industry faces going forward?
1: You know what, I I actually think it's keeping up with consumer demand. Mm. I don't think you've, um, I think we're, we're still seeing a Massive, massive growth in that wellness and health industry, oh. and I think that um,
0: which will grow, continue,
1: massive, like and, and
0: sustainability, like all those sustainability,
1: things. Sustainability, yeah. the
0: the whole well, just resetting and
1: detoxing and you're, chilling you're out. You're teaching
0: sustainability of, of one, of a person. 100%. How, yeah. You know, we talk about sustaining the earth and what have you, but if we don't sustain as human beings, how we're going to help do yeah. anything? So I feel like your core is really sustainability here.
1: Yeah, that's a big thing. Improve your relationship with yourself so that you can improve your relationship with others in whatever capacity external but you know like getting back to your question about what i see as a challenge hmm. I, I really see that the wellness industry has so many more people investing in their own health and their own wellness hmm. and so no longer is it something that you'd outsource it's it's we're all keen to go on a journey and find out you know whether it be mentally physically emotionally how we can evolve hmm. and so yeah this is absolutely a part of that
0: Right. So, for example, they might be doing it at home. They might be living
1: their own health retreat at home. Yeah, absolutely. So the
0: challenge for you is how you can make that sort of that next step in their personal growth.
1: Yep, or okay. how we can how we can help them reset or add to that. Yeah, you know, right. Um, I would hope that everyone, like yourself, who has stayed with us, does continue their health journey yeah. at home and picks up a couple of little gold nuggets that they're going to continue, whether yeah. they be habits or whether they be lifestyle choices or, or even, you know, just if we can... Uh, if we can satisfy a little bit of that curiosity or even spark that curiosity in people so that outside you know once they once they leave eat and that they can continue that and that's brilliant and If we can all evolve in that direction, then we just keep feeding into it. Well, it
0: must be music to your ears now that you've been in the industry for so long. How long have you been in the industry? Like 25 years or 23 years?
1: Yeah, 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 20 years probably, yeah. yeah.
0: So to see the the younger generation really enveloping lots of food trends and health, like seriously, that must be, for someone like you, you must be going hallelujah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I mean the the information that's available to the younger yeah. generation now compared that, to when that's oh, I was growing up it just makes it so yeah. easy
0: yeah that's definitely when the digital side of life is good you know yeah. they can access all that hey did you guys get voted the um, the best health retreat
1: recently we were voted australia's number one health uh sorry wellness retreat
0: wellness retreat yes sorry they're called wellness retreats now yeah they are yeah look at Mm -hmm. that depending (laughs) on who's giving out the awards but we do we we
1: we were very honored to receive that and that was a um voted by our guests so
0: oh really people's choice it was a people's choice and what was that for which who
1: was that for uh it was with the um world spa industry awards yeah so they're the biggest ones they are they are the biggest it's a nice shiny trophy that's sitting on our our bench
0: Yeah. I think that's such an accolade, isn't
1: it? Well, look, we we, we get a, a lot of amazing feedback from our guests, and you know, we're really open to, to to understanding what their experience was like, so that we can continue to evolve with them. And um, when we received that award, it was certainly a pat on the back to the team that yeah. that invest in people while we're while they're here. And,
0: well, that's yeah. a good point. So, how do you inspire your staff? What do you do to make them feel, like, loved and want to come to work?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure whether it's so much about me inspiring it, because I think that that actually works in reverse, you know, the the skill set that is amongst our practitioners and our therapists and our chefs here is second to none. Mm -hmm. Um, Every day I'm inspired by what they do and how they connect with people and what they provide for our guests. Um, I think the the thing with Eden is that it it needs to be a place where let people do what they're good at and think that regardless of the industry that you're in any person who is trying to to help a group of people you've got to get let the experts do what they do
0: okay so you just answered your question without realizing you answered your question and i know that you did not script that so that's exactly why you should be general manager oh thank you because for me i just haven't really seen that in my career i've worked with you know okay here's one brooke ramage we both that's another mutual friend of yours and mine and um he was the first GM I can honestly say and like I'm 50 so that's pretty terrible because that's like that was only five years ago he was the very, very so it's a personality thing as well and you know I think he said to me one day because I don't need to you know I said I said oh there's my boss anyway as if you'd have a boss and I went oh you know and he goes well I don't and then we talked about later and he goes I don't need to be across you or on top of you because if I do that I'll get nothing out of you. You will not be productive. Yeah. You'll rebel and be a cheeky schoolgirl and, and do everything against it. But if I leave you alone and put and inspire you with trust and give you the tools, you're gonna rock this joint. And he yeah. was so right, but was the first time and I was what? I was forty-five. Like the first time that anyone had actually given me. And that made me want to work harder for him, you know, and I wanted to be more successful because of him. But also we used to just chat like mates at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, you know, and Are you okay, Carl? I'd say you okay, Brooke. You know, and I learned so much from him. And he, like I, we said guru, but he actually is a friggin' guru in the wellness industry. You know, he started Golden Door. I don't know, what are we talking, 30, 40, 30 years ago, 20, he went there, he was there for 20 years Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: or something like that and then he started the Ocean Retreat, then he went down to Peninsula Hot Springs, right, so I, and I know someone like that's inspiring for you, like you're the sort of guy that'd be like if Brooke Ramage came up, you'd have the best conversation with him because you'd be hungry for the knowledge that he knows, so you don't have that ego, Chris, where you think you know it all.
1: Well, no, I think that it's a really important to understand the history because I think if you don't understand your history, then don't know where you where you came from and where you're going yeah and so i think history is a massive element of that and obviously brooks got his own history within the industry but yeah. um, similar you to you
0: like just, pe teacher yeah like you know you've got such really similar i mean he's a bit well, older you touched, obviously
1: you touched on the other element of that is the communication yeah i think that if you've got an organization no matter what industry communication has to be down pat and you have yeah. to keep leaning into that
0: and yeah it's not something That's that word, is just naturally
1: it. naturally yeah there yeah. um some conversations are harder to have than others and that doesn't mean you only have them once you've got to you know you've got to keep you know leaning into to to the conversations that are going to help people skip to work come here and enjoy themselves and um you know so if someone puts in
0: a complaint for example um you know that kind of was a little bit hard work let's say (laughs) and you know your staff went above and beyond but you just could i always struggled with this when i had a restaurant um, but you strike me a bit more like Leroy, my partner in that restaurant. He used to just say, I found it a challenge to just turn them around and make them happier than when they first came in the door. 100%. Yeah, so then, you know, I mean, so you're, you're mindful of the client, how they're going to leave, you know. I want to make sure that they're leaving with the best experience, but they've just told me a complaint. So how, how would you turn that around?
1: Look, I think that um, you've got to be open to feedback. Feedback is a wonderful process mm. and you can't let your ego get in the road of feedback that doesn't sound as nice as what you want it to. Yes. Um, every bit of feedback is a learning experience. So um, whether it be you know, to do with a, a, a system or a process or an element of, of the business, I think it's really important to have a really open table discussion about mm. that and work out what you can learn from it and, you know, go into it with, with as little ego as possible and, you know, trying to not be as bruised but you know the, the clients are uh, why we exist we exist to provide an experience and if they're giving us feedback about an experience um, that they thought might have been a little bit different then we've got to lean into that and learn from that.
0: So would you um, go to a staff member afterwards and have an
1: open chat with them about it too? Yeah the, 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 I say it to my staff all the time that door's open I want you to talk let's continue the chat any, anytime you yeah, know let's make a time. To and do they come in? Yeah yeah have a have a really good I love it there's good banter with them. Yeah. with our team here it's, yeah. a, it's a you know it's a fun place to work um, we're very fortunate that the feedback that we get is is you know 99 positive and patting ourselves on the back and you've got to be careful with that as well because you don't want to sit still in that and yeah. just think okay yeah. we've nailed it oh. you
0: guys this whole place isn't like that you guys are always like i've found that you are hungry for knowledge and evolving yeah you know actually some of the therapists were like learning from me
1: oh and that's <laughs> the thing is you know that
0: which is a when, good I was thing.
1: A, when I was a school teacher, when I had a business that was in the fitness industry, one of the things that always lit me up is the the concept um, of learning never ends.
0: Yeah,
1: I want to be smarter on the day that I die than the day I was before.
0: Yeah, it's a shame you are not yeah. a teacher anymore because we need teachers, male teachers like <laughs> you in the
1: world. I've got How some extremely we, f- close mates who are still, still teachers, teachers and they're doing fantastic. a great job. So, um, well, that's, that's fantastic. good to know.
0: So, do you? W- did you? One more question about this. Did you find it a challenge to go from the PE contractor per se, the fitness manager, to the GM role,
1: Um, on a personal
0: level, outside of Eden, in your own space, at home, in bed?
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I care a lot about this place, and so um, it's definitely, you know, there's definitely been some challenges with it. But that's Um, great
0: for you, because you've got personal development going on now.
1: That's the thing. Your growth is huge. Yeah. I I don't want to work a nine to five. To be comfortable for the rest of my life, That's
0: why you said to me, I'm really process. lit up at the moment because oh, God, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah, because you're challenging yourself. Yeah, I'm not saying you're out of your comfort zone because I firmly believe you're meant to be where you are right now. But let's face it, when we go into bigger roles, you've got to think about it, don't you?
1: Yeah, there's like, an element Shit, of you know that
0: you know that um, imposter syndrome. Yeah, no, I get it. Oh, I suffer from it like a fair bit in, at times with certain areas that I go into. But if you've got to work through it, you've got yeah. to own it and then and believe in yourself. Well,
1: it's also that thing of yeah. You know, as i said i sit here now and look at the experiences i've had and that they stand me in good stead for the position that i'm in now
0: um, oh, yeah exactly so i really do yeah value that reflection that. yeah I probably
1: didn't at the time but yeah. i know you now and the other thing with that is that um yeah let's yeah let's feel it let's feel it, every emotion on that sort of that pendulum mm. let, let it swing high let it swing low and let's learn from it and, and yeah.
0: keep moving on yeah well i asked um simon glofters the same question because he. Um, won the best restaurant in in Brisbane mm. for Hellenica mm. and he's we're talking about the imposter syndrome as well. and and he goes, you know, I was like, shit, I can't believe i run best and I've been open for four months. What are all the other restaurants going to say around here that have been working their ass off? And he goes, and then I reflected and went, I've been in hospitality for 20 years and started in dishes and then worked my way through and a business owner since he was 21.
1: Yeah.
0: Right, and he's like your age. And yeah. So he's like, no, I deserve this. I own this. Like, yeah. But I, what I like about that is his humility. He's humi- Yeah, but for me, his humility was what won me over. Yeah. Because he was more like, oh, no, no, like really humble. And yep. I think that's you. You're definitely a humble guy for a for a fitness guru. You're definitely, oh, definitely not
1: you're a guru. A, well, not a
0: guru, but for a fitness guy, you are a humble guy. And that's yeah. why you're in this position. So I didn't actually give you the heads up on this. I do apologize. But who and where in the world inspires you? And you're such a off-the-cuff man. You can answer yeah, this. Yeah, who?
1: Um, my family inspires me. So uh, my parents, my sisters, and their families, and, and as well as my own family now. Yeah, you know, I've got a partner and, and a beautiful little girl, and another one on their way. Ooh, and,
0: um, how exciting!
1: I was only speaking with a, a mate this morning about that that phase of your life as a human being and as a man and as a father. It really does change your perspective on how it goes. So I'm constantly lit up, lit up by by my family, and um, yeah, love love that element. I just have never been yeah, never been more. It's
0: all working. It's, it's all, all exactly working. where it's meant to yeah. be. Yeah.
1: As far as where, yeah. I feel really at home in the valley.
0: Yeah, I, where we are right now.
1: I, I, I don't feel remote <laughs> at all. This no. is this is home for me. And, and, you know, as I said, we're 20, 25 minutes away from the beach, so I've got that aspect as well, yeah. but I certainly do. Yeah, I love it.
0: Do you live near here?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm actually only about 10, 15 minutes away
0: Yeah, fantastic. in the valley, so
1: it's nice and close. Oh,
0: that's beautiful. And can I just say one thing? Having Sitting here as my um, children have both... Moved to university, so they've left home. I came in here with the mother's broken heart, or father's. We both did, mother and father. Um, that, you know, this age that you're at and this stage of that love bubble of that next child, it just, you know, you can't tell you at the time because it's frantic and there's two kids and it's awful. Yeah. But it does, now that I look back, go quite quickly. Yeah, well, um, look, and my, I know you, I my feel daughter's three. three
1: my daughter's three and they've been three of the quickest years of my life.
0: Wow.
1: Because um, she's now bossing me around and calling my, my first name, Chris, <laughs> can you pass me a towel?
0: <laughs> and just to finish, she said you had a pink shirt on, but what is it?
1: This is aggressive salmon.
0: Aggressive Probably, yeah. salmon. So aggressive you, salmon. you're a marketing guy as well, are you? <laughs> a
1: little bit. But actually, this is my pink shirt. My daughter loves it when I wear a pink shirt to work. So this morning she was like, wear a pink shirt. That's, that's <laughs> where I am now.
0: It's, so I feel <laughs> like we might see some aggressive salmon come up in some yeah. of the soft furnishings one day in you Eden. Never, you never know. Can you I say do. thank you so much? I've had one of the best weeks of my life. Kylie, it's so nice to have you um,
1: and come and visit. And, and it's, I love hearing your experience. And, yeah, yeah thank so you,
0: buddy. You. It's yeah. really nice to reconnect with you. Well done. You're going to go... Even I don't know. Actually, you're not going to go places. You're already in the place. I'm I'm right
1: where
0: I need to be. (laughs) Adiós, my friend. Thank you.